0: I will say, sidebar, as a One Direction fan, I, on some level, am glad that they broke up because I was at such a fevered pitch. I needed a, a stop. I needed someone else to pull the brake. Can't confirm. So, <laughs> it was it was what I needed, but you were, I'm- lo- You were a weird person for a while. <laughs> I, yes. And that's, I needed someone else to pull that brake, and I am grateful. And
1: then we're all into Harry Styles.
0: Yeah, right, and I needed them to be like, you know what, we're all gonna take a breather We're all gonna release individual albums. We're gonna Watermelon Sugar High, Pillow Talk, Strip that, strip that down,
1: down. For me cold Dirt- hands.
0: Dirty, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, slow, hands. <laughs> slow cold hands. No, cold hands is what I say to my wife as a joke, because my hands are constantly cold. Uh-oh. So like we'll be snuggling yeah. and I'll just be like, cold hands, and like
0: put my oh, cold see, I see, I see, I see.
1: hand on her skin. And Louis hasn't I'm released sorry. an album
0: yet. He keeps teasing it and does it. But you know, it's fine. He is much more into his footy soccer life, that's and that's fine, fine with yeah. me. He can be a pro soccer collection. Welcome
1: to fine pairings a podcast about fan fiction. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And today is the finale of season three. Finale! Woo! Woo! woo. Uh, so today is the day we read you our original fix based on reviews we have gotten and the requests uh, that those people who wrote the reviews have given us yes. to write things. So, uh, Claire, I think you're first. Sure, why not?
0: I have my stuff queued up. You're first this
1: season. I'll be first next season.
0: So what is the story of this fic? All right. This fic was submitted by Garden Goth. She wrote us a very nice review. Um, I don't know if you want me to read any of this review. So the review says, uh, so the title is Your Tumblr Friends in Podcast Form. Oh,
1: this is an oldie. Yes, this is an oldie
0: but goldie. This podcast is teenage 2013 Tumblr meets 2020 young adulthood. We laugh, cry, and cringe together at what our our past selves treasured the most, fanfics. Grace and Claire are your internet friends, come to life, and we'll have you laughing till the end. Originally found them through TikTok. Great advertising, ladies.
1: Oh, I remember this review and I haven't seen it in a while. That was...
0: Um, So yeah, so you sent it to me because specifically, Garden Mm. Goth asked for a fic about the 1D boys as friends years into the future with their kids. (laughs) I think it could be sweet.
1: I forgot that that's what it was.
0: Yes. And so... (laughs) I, a One Direction fanfic writer... That would have made way more sense for you. you Yes. uh, This was an easy mantle upon which to place. Some good fluff, I assume, is on my way. Yes, this is some fluffy stuff. Excellent. Um, Our fic today takes place in the year 2030.
1: Ooh, wait, so they, how old are they right now?
0: Um, so here, I have a sticky note. I had to keep is track of- are
1: younger than
0: us? Um, so Louis is a year older than me. He's born in 91. Really? Um, yes. And Harry is the, so Louis is the oldest, born in 91. Harry is the youngest, born in 94. And the other three are born in 1993.
1: I did not know they were the same age as we were.
0: Yes. I don't know why I thought they
1: were like three years younger than I us. I did
0: because when I first developed a crush on Harry, I was conflicted by is the idea. Is this okay? Oh. Yeah. It's, it's,
1: that it's
0: that I was conflicted. Th- yes. It's <laughs> that when I looked- I guess
1: three years younger than you is still.
0: Two years. Two. Oh, Two. that's not bad. Okay, that's. Fine. Oh no, but yes, it's that one, the first time I watched what makes what makes you beautiful, and I looked into a seventeen-year-old jail baby Harry Styles eyes. I was like, this is wrong. I'm conflicted. And then I googled it. <laughs> I was like, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> is he fourteen? No, no. God. <laughs> um. So this takes place in 2030. Okay. Um. And so the boys would be. Only have grown children. Yes. Yeah, so. Or- um, Yes, I will kind of introduce the children, because some of them are currently born, um, and I have created a couple of kids Oh, wait, myself. how many of them have kids? Um, I know Louie does. So Louie has Freddy. Freddy was the first uh, One Direction baby. He is four years old. Wow. Um, Liam is the second. He had. He a- has a baby now? Yes. What? A three-year-old uh- named Bear. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Too many things Yes um, <laughs> He a
1: three year old Named Bear Yes
0: Liam had a Wait t-
1: what song Did he just write That was
0: so fucking smutty That was like Came out like a year ago Um I'm gonna strip that Strip that yes! down Yes He had a kid Yes Wait, like, fuck you Larry <laughs> Yes Um so he And That's not okay <laughs> And you didn't know That he had it With the X Factor judge Cheryl Who's ten years His senior What And so she saw him As like a fifteen year old <laughs> I don't like it! No, nope, I'm tapping yeah. out. So that's Bear. And then uh, Zane just had a baby with Gigi Hadid. Oh, good. Okay, uh, I know her. Yes. <laughs> and so they have a daughter, Kai. And all thing. I know about that is that... It's uh, a small baby, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Like, born in December. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And Very s- small. Yeah, so small baby, uh, Gigi had a home birth. Oh. So <laughs> the point is... Um, of the five boys, three of them have babies. Currently I tried to weave them into so this story.
1: Nile and And Harry. Harry, yeah. Are, wow.
0: That's yes. it? That's it. Insane. I know, right? When you think like we don't have babies, not at all, and we're not like... not even close. I know, right? And that's Couldn't why. have them if uh, on accident, <laughs> if we you, wanted to. Right? right. Now. It's like a, if I am suddenly with child, um, I'm gonna ask some questions. Yes, there is gonna. <laughs> I assume you would as well. <laughs> I would. I would ask a lot of questions, um, namely what, namely how, why. And then maybe cry for an hour, and then order some Applebee's, yeah. and then Domino's, uh, dominoes <laughs> and maybe um, as we used to as we used to say when I was in college, have a drive-through situation. Which is to say, I will uh, just without thinking drive to Planned Parenthood. Yes, <laughs> just hop in the car and see where I go. Hey, here we go. Anyway. <laughs> The point is, they all uh,
1: happily have kids uh, on purpose. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, at least. So this is the f- this is the future, as you will see. Um, it is twenty thirty.
1: Oh yeah, is this like a Backstreet Boys situation where they yes. all decide to get back together? Yes, <clears throat>
0: this is a Backstreet Boys situation. They Got are it? reconnecting yes. on SNL. Um, yes, in my head, I've decided it's a it's a surprise. Cute, uh, but uh, wait, they all
1: don't know each other, either.
0: Uh, oh. No, they know they're going there. Oh, okay. Is it there? We can... It's a surprise for Cause... me. It's a surprise for nearly 40-year-old Claire just innocently watching SNL. Because it would also be funny to
1: be like, they're all individual artists now, to be like, yeah. oh, Zane, come be on SNL. Oh, Harry, no. come be on SNL. And they all just like, no.
0: ah, boys. That would be cute, but yeah Hello. No, that would be cute, but I'm going for a 20 years of One Direction thing
1: so last week we had Claire's favorite drink or your favorite drink of my now, favorite cocktail yeah of now, uh which was the tea. My favorite drink for this uh season is a flirtini. <laughs> I love that <laughs> because I was obsessed with pineapple juice drinks. <laughs> I, I was love that. like, you know what let's see what there is in the ether and uh, how do you make a flirtini? This is basically a i don't I don't guess I don't don't know how to make a martini, but I don't think it's that much like a martini. It's More like a Cosmo, yeah. I guess so. It's pineapple juice, orange liqueur, vodka, pineapple juice, pineapple chunks, muddled, (laughs) maraschino cherry, and topped with champagne. So like a real nice uh, flirty a celebration beverage, a celebration of many things coming together. I did not know what this fic was going to be. I'm trying to tie it in.
0: I love it. Okay.
1: I love it. Okay. Bring it back.
0: (laughs) The fic I have written today is called Changing Direction. (laughs) Two directions. Five directions. Multiple directions. Directions converging. Not one direction. (laughs) Anyway. There were so many puns I could have taken it. I just had to like pick one and be like, you know, it's not that important. Just move on. (laughs) And in a unique quality for me. I decided to write them from Liam's perspective because I've never written Liam's perspective. Ever? In your whole career? Uh, I'm sure there was a Liam, but it's like my much more popular fix were like- Liam was
1: not the like diehard crush.
0: Uh, It's that I didn't, yes, it's that it's like I wrote a Dark Zane, I wrote Irish, I wrote like Niall's Irish Wedding, and Niall's SWAT, (laughs) and like a lot of Harry stuff, Mm -hmm. and like Dark Louis, and (laughs) I don't, it's like, I know I wrote Liam's stuff, but it's like, I never...
1: He does seem like the one that would like bring them all back together.
0: Anyway, I'll just get into it, because I'm building up too much hype, and now I'm worried it's not (laughs) even good. (laughs) So, anyway, here we are, changing direction. (laughs) Liam stood outside the green room, hesitating. It felt like it had been an eternity since they had all been together. Of course he had seen each of the boys individually, and he had collaborated on a couple of tracks with Zane on his last album. But this was different. This was One Direction, all together again. They're all 40. I have it on my sticky note. Um, (laughs) Louis is 39. Yep. The coordinator from SNL smiled widely. Let me know if you and the boys need anything at all before showtime she said as she directed some stage hands with a flourish of hers. Craft services should be up shortly with the hot water and tea you requested. Liam gave her a polite nod with his head and figured it was high time he faced the music. The little joke he made in his head caught him off guard and helped propel him through the door for his date with Destiny. Liam! A low voice bellowed as soon as he was (laughs) visual. (laughs) Visible? Harry, Harry, unmistakably Harry. Liam was caught up in a flurry of Harry's arms before he could even properly see the room. Harry's lean, lanky arms wrapped along Liam's midsection just before he was hoisted into the air and, sw- and swung around. When he was placed back on the ground, Liam took a, sm- a step back to taking his friend. Harry was wearing... Okay, and here's where I have to predict what the fashion will be in 30 years. Harry was wearing a fringe leather jacket with a floral handkerchief shirt and revealed the 36-year-old singer's navel. It wasn't the fringe or the white platform loafers he was wearing that caught <laughs> Liam's eye. Are those... Acid wash jeggings, Liam asked slowly. Oh god, this is a assault of
1: combinations. (laughs) Why would you do this?
0: (laughs) So here was my thought process. Yeah, okay, block me through. (laughs) One, Harry's gonna explain the jeggings.
1: Okay. But also... No, the jeggings are fine, but with the leather and floral, it seems like... eh even the white here's weather. my thought. Here's my thought
0: process. <laughs> so right now, the '90s are com- right now. The '90s are coming back, uh-huh. and so my oh. assumption is in like ten years, the handkerchief. It's that we're going to two thousands. It's the, yeah, the like two thousands. So oh. the handkerchief shirt of the early two thousands is going to come back. But then Harry loves like vintage stuff and like. I, it's that in the same but way denim was huge. It's that we're ads. yeah, and we're still gonna sort of be influenced by the '70s because those are starting to kind of influence the night. It's that right now yeah, the look sick. is kind we're of cycling. like it's like kind of '90s <sighs> but like with a '70s twist. So this is like '70s turned up. Oh god! <laughs> but then I was also like, I was like, fucking jeggings are gonna come back. I know they are because I don't have any, and yeah. so. Uh so I was like so I Googled I'm like when were jeggings popular? <laughs> it was the early two it was like
1: put so much thought into this. It
0: was like early two thousands and I was like, you know what, that's gonna be perfect time frame thirty years prior, gonna make us all feel old when we're like fucking jeggings are back. Gross. And all of our children are gonna be like, yeah, I want jeggings. it will be like, you cannot wear jeggings. <laughs> <laughs> As- I wasn't allowed to wear jeggings. jeggings. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just thought the acid wash part would like add to like the appeal. Yeah, I love it. So, I can really see it in my brain. I know, right? It's just, you know, Harry is a style icon, so I yeah. felt like his look had to be the boldest.
1: That you're not wrong.
0: He's on Vogue in like a ball gown, so Ugh. of course he's gonna wear acid wash love- jeggings first. He
1: wore, I don't even know what this was. He wore like just this adorable little shirt with a Peter Pan collar and pearls. And I was like, yeah, this is
0: a look. Are those acid wash jeggings? Liam asked slowly. <laughs> of course they are, mate, Harry said completely unfazed. When did Jeggings come back? Liam said with a chuckle. <laughs> Liam, you sound old, gave the unmistakable Doncaster accent. You know, our Harry has always been on the cutting ash- edge of fashion. Yeah, they're vintage, Harry said defensively as he moved the elastic that had been securing so them. So Liam
1: is so out of touch that he didn't know they came back and then left again.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah, they're vintage, Harry said defensively as he removed the elastic that had been securing the messy bun on top of his head. Mm. Louis hobbled over on a set of crutches and ruffled (laughs) Harry's hair affectionately. This was a feat from the height difference alone, what with Louis hunched over on his crutches and Harry having added an extra three inches in his platforms. But somehow, Harry's perfect full curls managed to stay intact. Louis, Liam said, going in for a hug. What happened to you? Tore my meniscus during (sighs) a footy match, Louis said. Still won. I thought the owners didn't play, Liam said with a grin. What were you doing on the pitch? It was a celebrity charity match. Oh. No, also, Louis currently is a co-owner of uh, Don, the Doncaster Rovers, which mm, is his home, yeah. his home team. It was a celebrity charity match, Louis said with an over-the-top roll of his eyes. But when he stopped being sarcastic, his eyes glowed with pride as he pointed to the embroidered crest on his white polo. Doncaster Rovers just had a magnificent season. Not nearly as well as Derby... That's not Irish. Well, I'll be fucked. Not nearly as well as Derby County... That's still whatever. (laughs) Not nearly as well as Derby (laughs) County did. Niall crowed as he swung an arm around each of Harry and Liam's necks. I'm not good at accents. It's okay. (laughs) He he planted a cartoonishly wet kiss on on Liam's cheek. Good to see you again, Liam. Niall had grown a full beard since the last time Liam had seen him. The rest of his brunette hair was chopped rough at the shoulders, giving him the grizzled look of a sea captain that might break <laughs> into a sea shanty if plied with even an ounce of encouragement. Oh no! It doesn't sound like a good look, right? <laughs> I'm into it, but yeah, it's I couldn't I'm say into it's a sea captain. I'm into it, but I can't say it would make the cover of any fashion magazine. <laughs> "'Liam, my boy!' Ni- Niall over-exa- over-exaggerated his accent for the full effect. "'How's the teddy bear and the little Bo Peep?' <laughs> Liam gr- grinned broadly at the mention of his kids. He reached into his pocket and, instructed and extracted his phone. He flipped it open, unfolding it to the size of a tablet in his palm so to properly show off his <laughs> pride and joy." I also had to predict what technology would get bigger bigger (laughs) and reintegrate flip phone action. It'll be like a double flip
1: phone that like flips out and then flips again. So it gets really big. Yes. That's what what I was thinking. Uh So you you have like a,
0: like you have like an iPad phone combination, but it's still the size of a phone. Mm -hmm. So of course, of course. Well, Bear just joined his year nine rugby team, Liam said, showing off the grinning photo of his 13-year-old and 8-year-old. And Bo has been really enjoying her sculpture classes. Cute. You're breaking out the baby photos? Harry nearly shrieked with (laughs) delight as he ripped the phone from Liam's hands. You didn't put this one on the Google Drive I sent you guys. (laughs) I didn't think our kids would appreciate being called babies, Louis said with a snicker. And I thought that was a joke. I sent it straight to the trash. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Louis is rude. (laughs) Harry looked affronted. They'll always be babies. To me, i would have sent you the request again. You did a Google Drive just to everyone. <laughs> Is everyone to put all their baby pictures on? Yes. I love it. So That's you can. Like, yeah. So you can just see all their and babies. And then you don't have to put
1: them on Facebook. It's like whenever you want to see babies, you go to the baby Google Drive and, and it's exactly what you
0: want. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. That's adorable. All righty. You heard the man. Niall said, lowering his voice again as he reached for his phone. Pony up the babies. <laughs> Louis rolled his eyes, but pulled up a picture of thirteen-year-old Freddie standing in a flock of his blonde-haired cousins, all girls. He still shared Louis's mischievous smirk and untamed hair that poked out in every which way. Louis has like, like eight siblings, <laughs> and so uh, it's probably only six, but it's still more it's than I line. remember. It's there were like more were produced while he was oh my a God. One Directioner. It's crazy. I'm not going into that because that whole story is too much. Anyway, Niall revealed the twin girls that had been been born only a few months before. They were laying on a playmat with matching brunette quiffs that looked remarkably like their father's head during his touring days. Hmm? Their round faces smiled gummily up at the picture taker. How's fatherhood treating you? Liam nudged Niall affectionately. Cute. I have never needed a Guinness more in my life, Niall exclaimed sharply, remembering the sleepless night just hours earlier. But I've also never been happier. I want a baby so badly, Harry whined somehow. He doesn't have a baby? No baby, oh, for Harry. Oh, no, Harry! Harry whined, somehow managing to fold his body so that he could rest his head on Louis' shoulder. <laughs> It'll happen when you least expect it, Harry, Louis said, patting Harry on the side of his face. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> Hey, has anyone seen Zane? Liam said suddenly, remembering they that they were in fact not together, not all together just yet. Which I think is a callback to like a whole inside joke in one direction. Because like <laughs> Zayn would like never. Zane would be like the
1: last person there.
0: Zane would like never come to like group interviews. He's the
1: bad boy. He just. <laughs> right? Which is to. why
0: I always thought it was interesting that he was the first one to break from the group. Because mm. I was like, Zayn, now you have to do all of your press He's yourself. He's never wanted to be here. I was like I'm so confused, oh. anyway, as if on cue, Zane pushed open the door. He was wearing an empty baby Bjorn on his front, but he still managed to look seamlessly put together in a vintage beige Kanye West shirt and pressed black jeans. no i've just de- <laughs> I decided Kanye West's gonna be vintage, oh my God. <laughs> his quiff was immaculate. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to pick up Kai from ballet practice, and traffic was a nightmare. Zayn said his way of explanation as he unbuckled the baby Bjorn. First to leave and the last to arrive. <laughs> Be prepared to show off your baby pictures, Louis warned. <laughs> Harry's feeling broody again. <laughs> Zane's smile dazzled as he flipped out his screen and proceeded to flip through the photos. Kai and her five-year-old sister, Zeke, playing dress up in their New York brownstone. Oh,
1: Zeke for a girl! I know,
0: right? Cute! Another photo of Kai holding her new baby brother as Gigi looked over them. They're perfect, Harry shrieked before turning accusingly to Louis. This is why I said we should have a Google Drive, (laughs) so baby photos are not withheld from me. (laughs) There was a soft knock on the door from the producer leading in craft services laden down with hot tea and snacks. Sound check is ready whenever you are, the producer said, checking her clipboard, and we'll go live in just under an hour. So what do you say, lads? Louis said, squaring his shoulders. Are we ready to be one direction again? Harry put his hand in the middle of the circle, prompting (laughs) the others to lay their hand on top of his. The chant came back to them easily four Four, three three, two one direction here we go (laughs) (laughs) and there we are Uh, that was very cute changing direction ah because the dads because they're dads and they it's that in my head i will thought about uh like it's harry once has always voiced his desire to have children and i and i do think it is funny
1: he's that one of the two that doesn't
0: and i right and i think on some level it's that I can I cannot picture at this current moment who Harry Styles will end up with. It's that I can't imagine Harry having like a accidental pregnancy yeah. in my head and I can't tell if that's just like because I must hold him in such high esteem, but it's that uh, I just think he would be so careful about having children when he wants to. He wants and to and wants is ready. To. So yes. Yeah, and I feel that. he just has such prince energy i look into his eyes and it's just like who can't be attracted to that (laughs) and so so and so that's where i'm also like it's hard for me it's that if harry came out and was like i'm dating a non-binary person i'm dating uh a poly i'm in a (laughs) thruple i'm in a thruple i would be like i'm not surprised into it and so so all of it i was just like Who knows what he's going to do? But he's also the youngest, so he's only 36, (laughs) and so I was like, you know, maybe he won't have babies just yet. But there we are. Lovely. Changing directions. Good job.
1: Okay, so I got a request from one of my friends, Frankie, who is an avid listener of this and our Patreons. Thank you, Frankie. Frankie is probably my best friend from Roller Derby. So, unsurprisingly, uh, she asked me to write a... (laughs) roller derby buffy the vampire slayer (laughs) fan fiction (laughs) so quick before i get into this i haven't played roller derby since before the pandemic because it's just touching each other and there's no way to have it any other way yeah so we can't practice so i really felt my roller derby feelings in this remind me how much do you know about roller derby (laughs)
0: I have come to see a couple of your bouts. Okay. So, I, your wife has patiently sat next to me and explained the rules. (laughs) Um, And so, I think... Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. No, I remember that you went to one of them. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I think I understand conceptually. Okay. uh, Like, the blackers are trying to keep the person with the star on their head. Jammer. The jammer from getting around. And if they break around the person... If they break around all of the blockers and then go around the track, okay. uh, then they can get a point.
1: Because this will this this fanfiction will be the most fun for people who understand Derby at least a little bit, but I'm gonna yeah. try and break it down. Uh and it is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but really the only thing you need to know is that in canon, Buffy and Willow are best friends and Buffy oh, yes. and Angel are a thing, a couple. Oh yes, yes, yes. And uh Angel is a vampire. Yes. And she's a vampire. Slayer. That's really about it. I already posted this on AO3 because I couldn't wait. Oh my god. So this is under my personal AO3 account, which is Grace Fine Bearings Podcast, if you want to read it. This is a
0: reminder I need to post all of my stuff on today. You should.
1: I mean, I do need to still post uh, the the lock-in on oh, this one, but uh, everything else I think is on here. So this is in the of the Vampire Slayer fandom. It is... Uh, the additional tags are <laughs> I'm so bad at tags Are gender bending, gender swap, alternate universe Roller derby, alternative universe roller derby And fine pairings podcast Yes because I want to get the tag on it three. So the name The name of this is called the Sunnydale Slaughterers Versus the Ventura County Vamps Yeah <laughs> The summary is more roller derby Than quality Buffy references But here we are Nailed it <laughs> Buffy strolled into the dusty and dry floor of the rink, feeling the discrepancy between the pictures of hockey players in their winter gear on the walls and the mid-July heat of Southern California. She imagined the cold that could be radiating off the ice, all too aware of the sticky skin that would be colliding with hers in a matter of a couple of hours. Despite being exactly on time, she spotted Willow, already in her team jersey, standing against the check-in desk and talking to her coach. But Giles... (laughs) So, which is an intentionally bad pun on the word beguile. Because that's something he would be. I like that. Aside from the name not being in any way intimidating and barely even a pun, everyone just called him Giles. <laughs> kind of a dig on our own couch. His name is... Uh, Our Man Flip, which is from, like, a 1950s movie that none of us have seen. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) We just call him Flip. Based on their archives, it sounds like our advantage could be their lack of versatility. Willow continued on as Buffy caught Giles' attention. Yes, thank you, Willow. Buffy, good to see you. Uh, Locker room is down the hall and to the left. Thanks, Giles. Womp! You excited? Buffy addressed her best friend and teammate. Originally choosing Weeping Willow, Buffy begged her to change it to something less sad. (laughs) (laughs) That is a bad name. (laughs) Reaping Willow? Last Willow and Testament? She had eventually suggested the Harry Potter reference, and the name stuck. Womp turned out to be an excellent name to shout across a track and to accompany a celebratory punch on the arm. (laughs) Womp. Womping Willow. Yes. (laughs) Womp. Hey, Buff, Willow said, a mixture of nerves and excitement. They fell into step with each other as they headed to the locker room, bags rolling behind them with helmets and skates bouncing along in the pockets. I spent last night going over old footage. I think I want to block? She meant to say this as a declarative statement, but her upward inflection betrayed her. Womp, you are jammer material. You know the rules, you've been practicing like crazy, and you're, I don't know, slippery.
0: A quality, <laughs> a quality trait in a jammer. A real sports, <laughs> sports trait. <laughs> slippery, I don't know. Tom Brady would describe himself as slippery as slippery well. Slippery, <laughs> me.
1: I don't know, Buffy. Sometimes when I try to jam, I forget everything and freeze or go out of bounds or my hands fly up and I elbow someone in the... Everyone has to have a first bout. You're amazing, but don't show your nerves around the other team. They'll single out the weak link, just like we should be doing to them. Willow eyed the opposing locker room as they found the end of the hall. One of the women laughed heartily from inside, just out of sight. Another woman was lingering in the doorway, talking to her teammate inside. The back of her jersey said, "'Angel dust.'"
0: Oh, ecstasy.
1: (laughs) But also, angel. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) A name Buffy didn't recognize, which wasn't a surprise. The Sunnydale Slaughterers had yet to play any teams at all, least of all the notorious Ventura County vamps. The woman was tall and built, her strong arm leaning high against the painted brick wall. Buffy eyed her figure before stepping into her own locker room, equally intimidated by her athleticism, and taken by the intrusive thought of this woman and her strong arms pinning her against a locker after the bout.
0: (laughs) This is not the semen cream Patreon page. We're
1: not going to get slutty, we're just going to think
0: about it. (laughs) Okay, fine. Fine.
1: She quickly averted her eyes as the woman's face came into view, framed by mid-length brown hair and eyes that seemed to hold a secret. Later, Buffy focused as her coach attempted to give the hot tub's attention in anticipation of the next jam. The hot tub is the group of people that are going to go play next. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I
1: don't know why we call it the hot tub. I think it's because the chairs are in a circle. (laughs) I mean, why not? DeShanco needs a break after that last two-minute jam. Willow, can you take the panty? Giles glanced at her. Willow was wide-eyed and threw a look at Buffy, who gave her an almost imperceptible nod of encouragement. Yeah, okay. Willow answered. Excellent. Buffy. Keep to the brace. Everyone else, keep your butts on the jammer. And for God's sakes, communicate. You can't block the jammer if you don't know where they are.
0: (laughs) That is fair.
1: Literally what a coach will say to you every single game. You're like, wow. Talk to each other. No. (laughs) I forgot. I forgot. I got too excited. I forgot what's due. It's like literally every game (laughs) We can start at the back. Let Womp slide by and give her some room to get around the tripod, Buffy added, giving the instructions to Willow directly, who was getting distracted watching the current jammers' difficulty in getting through for her scoring pass. Right. Remember to get low. Use the opposing jammers' force to- But Giles' continuous advice was interrupted by three short spurts of whistles, signaling that the vamps had called off the jam. Ah, right, Giles said, discombobulated as the group strode to take the jam line. Communicate! He yelled after them. (laughs) Communicate! Ah. (laughs) Blah! Buffy took her position as the pivot, bracing the two butts. The butts are the. uh, (laughs) Their butts are facing the jammer. Oh, it's not actual butts? (laughs) No. Their their literal butts are doing the work. Okay. okay, (laughs) That's why they're called butts. Okay.
0: Oh, wait. I think I've seen what you're talking about.
1: So it's like. So two people will be. So the. Okay. So. (laughs) <laughs> the jammer, which is the person who's scoring points is behind everybody and the butts will be there because you can't do a whole lot with your front body yeah. and it's easier to use your butt. And then one person will be facing them and they're called the bricks because they're bracing them sure. and sure, like sure. able to see everything.
0: I understand it perfectly now. Continue.
1: <laughs> and Buffy is the pivot because obviously it's because she's the leader. That makes <laughs> and the sense. pivot generally is like the one in charge. Buffy took a position as the pivot, bracing the two butts. Willow was set in a low stance, attempting to look prepared and stable. <laughs> the Vamps Jammer had taken her place near the center, swaying back and forth with darting eyes so as to not commit to a single path down the track. While the size of a more typical jammer, there was no mistaking her compact strength, her legs and arms toned, with high cheekbones and a white blonde tuft of hair sticking out of one side of her helmet. The vamp's blocker had chosen to position themselves at the front. Do you know who this jammer is? (laughs) No. I I tried to hint that it was Spike. (laughs) (laughs) Who does not come in at all, but I was like, you know, let's throw that in. Why not? The vamp's blockers had chosen to position themselves at the front, which generally you want to be at the back because that's closer to the jammer. Okay. Lucky for us. Buffy thought. The starting whistle blew, and before Willow could take a full stride, Buffy felt someone else flush against her back, and the two opposing blockers on either sides of hers. Not only was Willow trapped, but the entire tripod was enclosed within the opposing team, unable to move. Oh no! What the hell? Cordelia exclaimed in a grunt, trying to hip-bump her opponent off the track. Buffy, still pinned, glanced behind her, only to see, to see the determined face of Angel, who was keeping a watchful eye on her teammates. So Angel is like spooning her. Oh. Like, like a chest on her back. Oh. Like, I am not letting you move. Oh. <laughs> the whole, so a tripod is the three people, two butts in a brace. Yeah, yeah. And their whole tripod has sat on their whole tripod. Oh, okay, So none okay. of them can move. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a really fucking annoying play. <laughs> this is this is really getting into like really specific roller derby tactics so you know i'm not gonna be sorry this is only for my roller derby friends a, a grace,
0: hi <laughs> grace processing some roller derby feelings it's really <sighs> you know yeah carry on okay, yes okay. if i'm allowed to process my one direction <clears throat> feelings you're allowed to process your roller derby it happens
1: feelings. buffy still pinned glanced behind her only to dec- only to see the determined face of angel who was keeping a watchful eye on her teammates Sorry, babe, she smirked, giving the quickest of glances to Buffy, before looking back up to keep an eye on Willow. She adjusted to match Willow's movements ever so slightly, keeping full body contact with the blonde, who was having difficulty figuring out what to do. Along with being distracted by the woman's body up against hers, she was quite trapped. Split up, Buffy shouted, dropping her arms and focusing solely on Angel. Her fellow blockers followed suit, attempting to break up the other team's tripod. Buffy turned to meet her cocky opponent face to face. Using the woman's height against her, she ducked low, throwing a shoulder into the other woman's sternum. Ooh. Actually
0: happens. Ow. Actually a
1: legal move. Again. Ow. Really
0: fucking annoying. <laughs> no, I'm not doing this for this
1: sport is stupid. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she let out a small grunt, tripping back slightly. You're tougher than you look, Blondie. Angel winked and ducked past Buffy, rejoining her teammates as the brace, just as the blonde jammer weaved around Cordelia's hips, scoring four more points and calling off the jam. The game was a massacre in Buffy's eyes. 57 points to the Vamps'
0: 212.
1: Honestly, not that bad.
0: (laughs) Tamales. I don't understand this sport.
1: (laughs) Uh, Typically, I'd say like a, oh man, we lost this game is like 150 to 250.
0: Okay, but it's okay, not okay. like
1: a massacre. I would say fifty-seven to twelve is pretty bad. One time we beat a team like like three hundred and
0: fifty to four, Ooh. <laughs> which was uh, really bad. bad.
1: So this is not terrible. They got okay. fifty-seven points. Okay, okay. Um, but it's really it's not good. Buffy scoffed, tossing her helmet down into her bag. The score shouldn't have been a surprise. The Vamps were more established, had been playing together longer, had a more experienced coach. Buffy decided to put on a sportsmanlike face as Willow glided into the locker room, exhausted, but glowing. "'Womp!' Buffy exclaimed, shooting up from the bench and hugging Willow, who was taller than her now that Buffy was without her skates. "'Congrats on your first bout! Do you feel great? You scored points!' "'I know,' Willow said, smiling wide. "'I think we put up a good fight.' "'We did,' Buffy agreed, still silently wishing she could have been more effective on the track, reducing their point differential to at least below a 100. "'I'll be right back. Gotta refill.' She gestured at the empty water bottle in her hand, hoping to have a moment to sulk before rallying for the rest of the team. As she patted down the hallway in her socks, knee pads still on, and eyes studying the floor, she saw a figure in front of her. She jerked her head up, hoping she wasn't about to run into them. Good game, the woman said, hair tousled with sweat, her eyeliner smudged and creating an alluring smoky eye that seemed far too convenient to be real.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Buffy gasped, almost inaudibly, unsure of how to address Angel. Thanks. You guys too- you're really good. For a new team, you guys did a great job. Sorry we couldn't take it easier on you, she grinned, glancing down at the floor, slightly embarrassed. But we have to be ready for champs. Go full out every time, you know? Totally, Buffy agreed. You headed to the after party? A local dive? Always. They have surprisingly good dance music. How about I buy you a beer, if you're a beer girl? I don't want a consolation prize, Buffy teased, unconsciously playing with the end of her ponytail. Oh. You can get the second round for blowing up my chest. With that, Angel brushed past Buffy, giving her a playful bump on the hip that knocked Buffy more off balance than it should have. She could hear Angel giggle as she walked away. Buffy tried to suppress a look over her shoulder as the woman strode confidently off to collect her things. As she filled her water bottle, she couldn't help but think of the woman's body pressed up against her earlier in the game, and the idea of doing it again on the dance floor later that night. (laughs) The end. <laughs> oh my god. So that was my not really at all about buffy roller derby. I mean fan fiction.
0: That's a lot of fanfics.
1: Yes. Anyway, yes, where you're it's you're not wrong.
0: Where it's you're you're just playing with characters, doing whatever. Paper
1: doll bullshit. Paper doll bullshit,
0: fully established world. Don't have to do any world building, just get to do the fun part of writing.
1: I know about roller derby. I haven't watched Buffy in a while, so that's what we're gonna focus on. <laughs> I love that. I literally read this to Leaf, who has also played roller derby, yeah, and yeah. they were like, I'm triggered. Can you stop? <laughs>
0: <laughs> How dare you bring up something that I love?
1: I don't like this.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, yes. So that was uh, our original fix. I hope you didn't think they sucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, our egos are, my ego, anyways, fragile about these things. Fragile. <laughs> Fragile.
1: (laughs) but if you were so kind to have written us a five-star fic or a uh, five-star request or if you would like to write a five-star uh review oh my god i said request my brain is mush
0: it's very hard it's that it's hard to say that we are rewarding you for writing us a five-star review and you get to choose what we write about
1: yeah, it's, not, a, it's, it's you not like a smooth...
0: You, sub, <laughs> you submit your request after you submit a five-star review. Review. Of this podcast. Of this podcast. Thank you. And then, yes. <laughs>
1: but if you want to do that, unfortunately, you can only do it on Apple Podcast. Uh, if you want to write us that five-star review, you can then use that to give us more things to write about. As your reward for mm-hmm. giving us a five-star review.
0: And it's easiest if, uh, after you write that five-star review, you take a screenshot and either uh, DM or email us at uh, fineparingspodcast at gmail.com or any of our social medias, which is uh, finepairingspod on Twitter, Fine podcast on uh, Tumblr, Instagram, and TikTok, um and otherwise
1: otherwise yeah you can put it in the review itself as well that is always fine that's where we got Hermione with the gun yep I believe Yep, it was just straight up in the review itself we'll probably if we get a lot of those we'll do a bonus episode otherwise that might come at the end of season four which is coming up in a couple of months and in the meantime if you miss us and want to hear more of us we will continue updating our patreon the steam and cream podcast and au
0: coffee shop where we read smut (laughs) <laughs> yes, and you can find us at Patreon dot com forward slash Fine Pairings Podcasts. Yes, and uh, bless you all for seeing <laughs> us yeah this podcast has uh been super super
1: fun we've continued to really grow over season three which has been really cool to see um and yeah we've been really enjoying connecting with you guys and writing you stuff and reading your stuff and seeing your comments and all that good thing so thank you for being a part of our weird little club right that we've made <laughs> we hope you've made like friends with each other yeah us, and all that good stuff You know, make fanfic a normal thing that's not weird, Mom.
0: I think we make a fine pair. Ah! I ship us with listeners. Don't do that. Friendship. Friendship!
1: So with that, we're gonna sail off on the friendship. Into the, into the dawn.
0: There are good ships and there are wood ships. The ships that sail the sea, but the best ships are friendships, and may they always be. It's beautiful. (laughs) I'm a marshmallow and I shop at HomeGoods, what Uh, can I say? (laughs) Very
1: true. Alright, so with that, with our beautiful friendship and our beautiful ships, uh, we will see you maybe in a couple of bonus episodes and definitely in season four coming up later this year. Goodbye, my friends.
0: Goodbye.